This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at bjgeeknation.com. Your home is going into foreclosure, and you feel like a financial wreck. You don't know where to turn for accurate information. I'm bankruptcy attorney Travis Gagné. Let's talk about some legal options. If we work quickly, we can propose a plan to save your home, modify the loan, or in many cases, even eliminate your second mortgage. The consultation is free. I've helped hundreds of people just like you make informed decisions about whether to save their home or exit it on a reasonable, organized timeline. The chapter you choose sets the tone for the next chapter of your life. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. I can't believe it was seven years ago uh, our buddy Bert Kreischer did a stand-up bit about being in the Russian Mafia. You know what's funny is I felt like it was even far longer than that, but... Well, the story's much older than that, that's for that's, sure. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, I, remember, I know we've had him on, and he's talked about it a bunch, but it's still my favorite thing. It's on YouTube. He shared originally shared that story on the Joe Rogan podcast, I think, yeah. the show. And somebody took the story and recreated it as like a South Park cartoon. So like it's like narrated by Bert... But somebody actually illustrated the story as he's telling the story on, on Joe Rogan's podcast. And it's it's worth a watch, man. That's the first time I was I, I found it, and I thought it was hilarious. And I think Bert yeah. was like, you know what? This is, uh, this is a great idea. Why don't I make a movie about this? Yeah, it's uh, his most popular bit. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like we've talked to him about this, that he always wanted to. Yeah. Uh, and he's finally done it. He's got a comedy action movie that is going to be coming out based on that bit. It sounds like it's kind of like Cocaine Bear, though. It's loosely based. Ah, well, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, here's why I don't care. Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker himself, is going to play his dad, and uh, he's in a lot of the movie. So <laughs> I am so excited about this. Uh, it comes out May 26th. What a, what a wonderful gift for all of us. And yes, uh, it is called The Machine. You can check out the video on the BJ Miggs page of KISW.com. When I was 22, I got involved with the Russian Mafia. I was a frat boy on a class trip. This is Igor. He's here for your protection. He's very dangerous. Ooh. You are not to talk to or hang out with him. All I want to do is hang out with him. I did not speak Russian. Yeah, Machine. <laughs> all I knew how to say was... On the Machine! Story continues. Are you the machine? This is some sort of TikTok prank? It's definitely a prank. Clearly, that's a fake gun. <laughs> or not. You're coming with me back to Russia. Russia? 
Okay, I'm in. <laughs> All right, so that's the that's the uh, that's it's the cocaine up, bear part where yeah. they come back to get him. Yeah, they're picking up now current days. I was wondering how they were going to do it because I'm watching the video and uh, you know the, the trailer and I'm like, he looks pretty much like an old like like what he is right now at his age. He doesn't yeah. look like a, that's a very old college student. And uh, but he did have somebody playing him. In the video uh, or in the movie as a college version of Bert. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'm very excited about that. Okay. It looks like there's a lot of violence. Oh, yeah. And I think Mark Hamill does some, uh, you know, booger sugar. Oh, so it's, it's cocaine Luke. Yes. Oh, nice. Oh, very much. You the coke, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Right, May 26th. Oh, now that's two movies that we have to go see in theaters. Yeah, The Stray Dogs. Yeah. And uh, don't forget Cocaine Bear. That's and this we got, weekend. And we got Cocaine Jedi. I mean, this is very excited. Everything about this is great. So the, it's uh, Bert Kreischer. Uh, the movie's called The Machine, coming out uh, May 26th. Wow, that's a long way to wait. We need to now have, like, cocaine-inspired movies of everything. Hey, so Cocaine that- Star Wars. Yes. Where I, I don't know, like there's a Chewbacca. He's the one who gets the coke. Uh, why not? You know, yeah. we can't understand what he's saying anyway. So you know, maybe that's what that was code all the time. Yeah, maybe that means go get the coke. I feel like if they do cocaine, Lord of the Rings, they would have gotten to Mordor a lot faster. That's yeah. for sure. <laughs> Frodo would oh, have only yeah. been one movie. Right. That's all it would have taken was one movie. <laughs> they would have flew through the forest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey man, though, if they were on shrooms, they would have stayed in the forest. Yeah, but that's not, yeah. this isn't Mushroom Lords. Oh. Okay, this is, this is cocaine rings. Yeah. All right. I mean, and, and Gollum does seem like somebody that's just fiending for some coke. All right, we have to change the title, though. We'll call it Lord of the Lines. Lord of the Lines. Awesome. Yes. That's what we're going to call it. I like it. Hey, look, we, look, we've got a bunch of movies. Let's call it Bert Kreischer because he makes movies based on stuff like this. Revenge of the Booger Sugar. Yeah. <laughs> Love this plan. Uh, you know what? Mark Hamill, man, as soon as you say he's in anything, I'm like, I'm up for this. Oh, of course you are. You're a massive Star Wars fan. Well, and now he's doing like these random, almost like he's having fun with himself kind of uh, roles. And not, he's done that, yeah. that kind of fun with himself. Wow, that's, that, well, I don't know if I'd pay to see that. I Maybe bet you would. I mean, we Maybe. were just talking about cocaine everything, yeah. so you know. Well, that's not a lightsaber, Danny. <laughs> no, Luke is really polishing that lightsaber. I think yeah. it's clean, Luke. Don't have to worry about it. Wow. All right, so anyway, Burt Kreischer, the movie's The Machine, comes out May 26th, and it's another one on the must-see. I think we've got some good movies coming out. Some comedies yeah. for a change. Like ones that seem funny. Yeah. This Not is, like all artsy farty comedies. Yeah. This is uh this could be the year. Like the year of dumb comedies. Yes, it's I'm back. in. They're back. Steve's a happy boy. Who came there, the machine, and the strays. Yeah. So we got a uh, a team that picked the wrong old lady to try and steal from as he ended up in an ambulance because of it. Steve will tell you all about it. He's got the mix report for you at 617 on The Rock. BJ and Mix mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Well informed on the issues of the day? Not this guy. 
Live from the KISW News Center in downtown Seattle, this is the Migs Report. Well, thanks, you guys, and thanks to Palace Law for giving us the Migs Report. And today, enjoy yourself a stiff drink because oh. it's World Bartender Day. Yeah. And possibly you get that stiff drink at Twin Peaks because it's Twin Peaks Day. Oh, I see what you did there. What did I do? Dude, get your mind out of the gutter. I'm well, just talking about like a very strong drink. Yeah. <laughs> but at, at Twin Peaks, man, that you, you surely get that too. Yeah. You get a nice little scenery. Is there a good scenery there? I'm not I didn't know. Oh you didn't know that? No, oh yeah. Think. So yeah. Oh, Here they have nice yeah. mountains. I was gonna say oh, mountains, mountains, right? Yeah. Twin Peaks. A good, good, oh, yeah. good view of the mountains mm-hmm. outside and, and, and lovely ladies that work there. Head for the mountains. Yeah, cold for, beer. Cold beer as well. Also today it's it's fish fry day. Oh. Oh I get it. Because Friday also with Lent and all that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah give up meat. I gave up or, Lent for Lent, so I don't. That's I, that's why I have a hard time. With it. I don't know. <laughs> it's also National Tartar Sauce Day, which is very smart of Tartar Sauce to bring yes. you back on the Fish Friday. There you go. Have fun with all those days. Get a drink. Go to Twin Peaks. Enjoy some. Maybe you get some fish and chips. All right. And some tor- tortilla chips because it's National Tortilla Chip Day. All right. There's a lot of crap going on, BJ. I know, really. And then there were some crappy days where they have nothing. Absolutely nothing. And say we got a bunch of stuff. But we got a story about a woman. Her name is, well, it's not her actual name, but she's known as Grandma. And she's based in Washington, D.C., which apparently is having some issues with carjacking. I guess there's a bunch of teens that have been, uh, they they, they said there's a problem with juvenile carjacking right now. And, well, one teen, a 15-year-old, decided, I'm going to carjack this old lady. But he picked the wrong lady. He picked Grandma. Apparently, Grandma is a tough son of a you-know-what-ski because, well, not only is she fighting off uh, cancer, she's going to chemotherapy, and she's, like, dealing with that. Then she's got this idiot 15-year-old trying to steal a car from her. So she decides to fight back, and that's exactly what she did. She ended up fighting back so much that she, a neighbor came out to help, and also she beat down on this kid so bad that he had to go into a, uh, an ambulance. Oh. oh, wow. In fact, Grandma, she did an interview, and Grandma... Just as you'd expect, is awesome. He walked up to him, give me your keys, I got a gun. And I said, baby, you better shoot me because you're not taking my car today. Then he pushed me to the door and I got up and I grabbed him and was hitting him and fighting him. And I said, you're not going to take my car, young man. And they all came out to help me and he ran across the street and that's when they caught him. And I said, oh, you going to jail today. On 22nd Street, he must didn't know where he was. <laughs> yeah. She pulled the ultimate. Not today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not today. Nope. You're not taking my car today, pal. I love it. Hey, guys. You want some new drama? You want some new reasons to be bitter ex-girlfriends to Russell Wilson? I'm excited. Yes. How about this? All right. And I question the story. It's it's coming out of The Athletic, which I don't read because, well, you got to pay a bunch of money to read it. Oh, yeah. Well, then it's got to be I always hate that, man. When it's on social media, it's like this headline, clickbait. And I'm like, I want to read this article. And I'm like, son of a bitch, it's The Athletic. (laughs) (laughs) They always have great headlines for stuff about the Kraken or the Seahawks, but I'm not dropping some money every month. I'm too too cheap. I got enough things I'm paying for, BJ. I can't pay for another thing like The Athletic. Well, anyways, they're in the news because they just put out a big report saying that Russell Wilson, when he was still on the Seattle Seahawks, demanded to Seahawks ownership that they fire Pete Carroll oh. and John Schneider. Whoa. And he also said that, according to this report, that he was wanting them to hire Sean Payton to be the coach for the Seattle Seahawks. Now, some of that did actually happen. They didn't fire Pete or John. They kind of fired him. <laughs> and now he's ending up with Sean Payton. But a lawyer for Russell Wilson said that is completely fabricated. It's entirely fabricated. And in fact, and this is the part where you got to kind of like, and even a texter brought up a good point because they're like, hey, I'm sure you're going to see that story about Russell Wilson. 
Uh, but he did come out on Twitter to defend himself, which doesn't seem like much. But when's the last time that Russell Wilson defended himself whenever anyone said anything about him on social media? Mm-hmm. Which, that that's a very good point. And Russ did do that. He went on social media saying, I love Pete. He was a father figure to me. And John believed in me and drafted me as well. I never wanted them fired. All any of us wanted was to win. I always have respect for them and love for Seattle. Mr. Unlimited. Yeah, I I mean, I want to, you know, I want, there's a lot of things I want to believe. Um, he may have been dismayed and dissatisfied with some of the moves that those sure. guys made be, because of their philosophy, which yeah. is, you know, which is not a quarterback philosophy. Um, but yeah, I tend to, I think I'm going to have to err on the side of Russell on this one. I, 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 I don't think he's that guy. <laughs> I think he tries to be Mr. Fake Happy Guy, but I think that, yeah, I think that he has a lot of respect for people that gave him a chance. And everybody loves Pete. And Pete always had good things to say about Russell and always had his back while he was here. Well, since he's been gone, though, he has had some, like, not so vague little shots at Russ and uh, just how things are different nowadays. But, yeah, I I don't know, man. That does seem kind of... A little bit of a stretch, but I'd like to know where these sources are and, and who actually said that this a- actually did happen. What does Richard Sherman have to say? Because you feel like he's got to make a comment about this. Oh, I'm sure he's going to do it on his next podcast. All right, that's then. Then we'll know whether or not there's any legs to this story. Uh, yeah, who knows? But I, I thought that was interesting. Though. All of a sudden, that just came out, and, and it, I thought it was extra interesting that Russ, who never addresses any controversy on his social media, made it a point to be like, "Look, guys." Say what you want about me, but that's not what I. That's I never did that. Now here's the other thing: would uh, would Pete and or John say anything themselves? Doubtful. See, that would be nice if they would, because then it would really corroborate Russ's point. Oh, well, I mean, they might. You know what? But but how would they know? The only well, person that would be able to say anything would be management, because if if he was trying to get them fired behind their back, they don't know for sure if he well, really who, was. He, well, who we go? Yeah, but who would he go to that's higher than them? Jody he, Allen. Yeah, so I feel like that's that's where maybe Jody's got to make a statement. And go, that never happened. Let's go, Jody. Yeah, Pastor's on. Get on Twitter. Or whoever's between Jody and John, you know what I mean? I know you know you never know how many levels of management there are in anything. You know what, John Schneider? He's got other things to worry about. If oh, does he? He needs to. Well, of course they got to figure out the quarterback stuff. But I don't know about you guys. I wonder what you think about this. News came out yesterday that the Los Angeles Rams and Bobby Wagner. They're separating. Yeah, I saw that five-year deal. Yeah, it was not a five-year deal. <laughs> it wasn't. It was a one-year deal. Uh, I got to imagine they're in the rebuild mode, and Bobby Wagner's in the uh, more expensive than the rebuild mode. And also, he also said that like he'd like to be on a team that's looking to win next season. Could it be? Could you bring him back for that veteran oh, leadership? I feel like even though we're looking to win, I'm not sure we got the money that he might want. Yeah, well, he did sign a five-year, $50 million deal, $20 oh, wow. million in guarantees. Yeah. He had a career year, though, last year. So, I mean, at yeah. the age of 32, when people thought his time is done, he said, no, my time is now. I feel I like... why I'm quoting John Cena, but that's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, is there an AFC team that really feels like the only way we're going to beat the Chiefs is just to get more you know, pressure on defense? I don't Mr. know. Mr. Unlimited. Could he end up in Denver? Probably not. Well, that would be hysterical if that happened. Who knows what's happening with that? I would love to see Bobby Wagner. Obviously, I'm, they're not going to back the truck up for a guy like him, but it'd be great to be able to get him at some kind of a deal if he's up. I'm, I don't know if he'd be up for that. Who knows what's going on? He represents himself. so Yeah, that would have been nice if like we like we could get him because uh, the Rams had to pay some of his salary. That'd be great. That $20 million guaranteed. Yeah, I'd love to do that. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. I'll it'd be awesome it. just to see Bobby Wagner back finish his, his career as a Seattle Seahawk. Hey, it's not like we couldn't use him. 
You know, he could also maybe play for the Seattle Kraken as well while he's here and help out on defense with that team. Oh, yeah? There's a few. Hey, let's talk about the Dragons. He could play for the Dragons, too. We could use him everywhere. We, 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 uh, you know what, Bobby? We'll pay you what you yeah. want, but you're going to have to help out the Kraken, and you're going to have to help out the Sea Dragons. <laughs> because yesterday was a, 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 a great night of, of defense, let's say, for Seattle sports. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, the Kraken, man. And it was a, dude, honestly, and I was thinking this, I'd love... These two teams play so hard against each other. It was so much fun to watch. It felt like a playoff game again. I'm like, I'd love to see this in the playoffs. But that would mean that would be the Stanley Cup Finals because one's on the East Coast, one's... And I'm okay with that. Yeah, that would be great. I I don't know if the, 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 the Kraken have what it takes to get all the way to the to the finals of the Stanley Cup playoffs, but the Bruins do. That's for sure. They're a very good team, and they just made a trade to like even make them stronger on defense. It's, yeah. They're they're going all in this season, and I think they're going to succeed at that. I mean, you never know with the NHL. I mean, you get the hot goalies. Things, the best teams don't always win the Stanley Cup, but man, they just look like a, a fierce beast out there. Yeah, it's it just seemed like, I mean, look, we we worked our asses off. and, and I, I, great. I'm, I'm tired, man. I'm tired because I stayed up for the whole game. Dude, me too. I'm I'm burnt out, and then yeah. after that game ended, like it was just like it was such a fun game, and then it just kind of like fell apart right at the very end. Yeah, and I know some people giving like Grubauer hearts, like he kept them in it. He um, did. He really did. He played phenomenal. Obviously, like you don't want to see your team give up six goals though. That's not good. Yeah, but that's six Bru- five. That Bruins team. That, that's why for us. I mean, you know, now we know why the Bruins went and made the trade they did. Because yeah. uh, I mean, but arguably, you would think if if you said the Bruins are going to score six goals, I I would say, and we probably score at most two. If you yep. told me if you at the beginning, I would never think it was a shootout the way it was. It was last going night. back and forth. Back. One team would score like thirty seconds later. The other team would score. It was a fun one to watch, though. It just sucked how it ended. Uh, also sucked how it ended. The Seattle Sea Dragons lost to the St. Louis Battlehawks. Yeah, eighteen or oh, twenty to eighteen with a last second field yeah. goal. I did watch that game, and I have to tell you, uh, the they, the defense actually wasn't what let them down. Uh, even though the last drive of the game was unfortunate. Dang, again, Danucci can't hold on to the ball. Did you oh. see the coach? They, they they went to him after the fumble happened, and the coach was just like, again? <laughs> yeah. He fumbled again? And I was like, that's a cool moment when the microphones are on the coaches. Because I was like, <laughs> he did not seem very happy. I don't then blame there's moments him. where Danucci's like, is this guy like campaigning to possibly be a backup quarterback in the NFL? And then he does stupid stuff like that. You're like, no, he's probably going to just stay here in Seattle with the I, XFL. I don't know if you caught it, though. Great on the announcer's part, because when Danucci fumbled, they said, well, you know, here's his line when he was with the Cowboys, and he oh, had like a bunch of fumbles with him, yeah. too. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay, we can see why he didn't last with that team. Because there's moments where that guy looks like a I pretty know. damn top-tier quarterback. Yeah. It's just moments where also he looks like the guy that the Cowboys would say, see you later, buddy. <laughs> Some of the passes he made in the first game, I didn't Get to watch last night's game, but it was it was like wow. He had some great ones in this game. That's yeah. He I mean I, when he when he holds the ball, he lets go of it. Yeah, I thought we had that game, especially when our defense. Even though we had the turnovers, our defense kept stopping the Battle Hawks from scoring. And I'm like, all right, we should be. But man, he just hold on to the ball. And yet again, though, I found myself going back and forth between that and the crack, <laughs> and, and then I finally got to the point where I had one on my phone, one on the TV, and I was like. For a little bit of time, not the entire time, but towards the end, I was really invested in the Dragons game more than even the Kraken game. Yeah, I was. I thought it was a sure. fun game. Yeah, it was, and, and that's the thing, man. Is that we could easily be two and zero, but unfortunately, well, we're not. We're zero and two. Yeah. How the hell are we supposed to win the championship with this kind of record, BJ? I don't think it's going to happen. Well, to sum it up, best, I went to my uh, Seattle Sea Dragons reporter, which is my three-year-old daughter Tatum. Oh, to get her analysis on the game, and uh, she had this to say. 
Yep. There you go. She thinks the sea dragons is a silly name. Oh, oh, it's a, well, all right then. Uh, you know what? I think that's our problem. That's the problem. Yeah. Then she ended up just chanting sea dragons like all night long. Go sea dragons. Okay. Well, you know she's behind the silly name. I mean, it's there. She's a realist. I mean, she's three. Of course, she likes the silly name. Was she cheering for the right team though? Because she said before that she doesn't. Uh, no. She, okay. She was cheering for the. I think she was like, I want the blue team to win. Yeah. Of course. I thought she was into red, which is orange is close. I don't understand this kid sometimes, BJ. Okay. <laughs> Boy, this is this is really difficult to figure out. I'm trying to make it all make I think sense. She's tr- I think she's trolling you because it seems like she's cheering always against the team you are. Just want to let everyone know, Aaron Rodgers, he's out of the darkness. Oh, thank you. <laughs> he's come out of his darkness. He's out he, of his darkness retreat. He, he's out of his 300 square foot dark room. And that's it. Yeah. Oh, he said he was going to go there to make decisions. We're supposed to know about his career. He had this to say. Oh, that's about it. I don't know what's going on with Aaron no, I, I actually understand Tatum a lot easier than I do Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, that's yeah. a silly name. That's, yeah, that's... <laughs> as far as weather, 38 degrees, going to be cloudy. Thanks to Beacon Plumbing, Heating, Septic, and Mechanical for giving us the mix report. The crack and play on Sunday against Toronto. That's at like 4 p.m. Yeah, we got to pledge arena. And then also the Sounders, I almost forgot to mention. Oh, right. Yeah, Danny's got the, the kid season. on. Woo! Look, I don't, I don't want to panic, but I, I think now, if I'm not mistaken, we are in the, the wild card spot. Yeah, we have Edmonton's got to. Edmonton's coming on strong. Well, yeah. they're now ahead of us. They're playing yeah. really well. Yeah, we have got to figure this out. Uh, we definitely got to figure this out. I know how out. you figure it out. You don't play the Bruins anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, the Bruins definitely. I mean, though, I, I we played. I mean, we were in that game. There's, oh, I agree. Uh, there were some games after the All-Star break we weren't in. <laughs> so, I mean. Like that San Jose game. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, which really we should have been in a lot. But, hey, you know what? Uh, John Forsler did say the second half of the season was going to be tough. He said, let's keep our fingers crossed when we talked about how hot they were, that hopefully they can, you know, at least weather the storm of a very active second half for these guys. And they're playing a very good Toronto Maple Leafs team on uh, Sunday, so. Oh, boy. I don't like to hear very good anything. Though... Uh, maybe that's the maybe that's the recipe. We play good teams when the bad when we play the bad teams. It's like oh, we get our butts kicked. <laughs> so maybe we will play well against the uh, Maple Leafs. Well, yesterday we played a good team and we got our butts kicked. <laughs> ah, six to five. That ain't yeah. bad. End of the day, we lost, and I'm not happy about. And that. I really, I mean, for like what? For like uh, three minutes, I thought we had that game. I thought so too. <laughs> I was like, this is great. I we got the lead. It. All we have to do is just kill it for three minutes. I don't know if it, oh for three minutes. I see. I it went, the minute they they scored again, I was like oh. oh. Overtime, and then they were like, "I like how the announcers were like, well, if we get two points, we're going to be here." And I was like, "Yes, but they're jinxing it." And then, of course, yeah, Uh, yeah. Well, the Bruins are going to give you a chance to jinx it. Next thing you know, it's like fifteen pucks on the net. You're like, "Geez, (laughs) can you let us relish? Can you? Can the announcer come on and even say who scored our goal?" Yeah, douches. (laughs) That's a silly name. It's a sad night for Seattle sports. Yeah, it really was. Uh, yesterday, Steve, he did get this one wrong. Oh. What is the proper term for a young whale? Sperm. No. Oh, uh, <laughs> a pup. No. A uh, little whale. No. <laughs> little whale. Is there, there's got to be a hip-hop star named Little oh, Whale. Oh, they put out a great record this year. <laughs> oh, good. All right. <laughs> yeah. uh, the correct answer we're talking about is calf. Uh, you want to call in for a shot at beating Steve? All right, you can. 206-803-ROCK. That's the number to call. We'll play Beat Migs at 647 on the rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. He's here right now and has agreed to answer more of your questions about bankruptcy. 
What's the difference between filing for bankruptcy and credit counseling? Uh, credit counseling is a is a useful process in some circumstances, but it does show up on your credit. In fact, from a credit scoring standpoint, credit counseling shows up just like a bankruptcy, so it's going to affect your credit as negatively as filing bankruptcy. In credit counseling, the idea is, is that a credit counselor works with your creditors on your behalf to try to lower interest rates or work out payment plans with your creditors uh, to, to pay back your debt over time. Uh, in credit counseling, you almost always pay back 100% of the debt, sometimes at lower interest. And of course, some creditors will participate in that process and some won't. Uh, so you're usually left with kind of a mixed uh, result with credit counseling and of course, a high payment. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 